dust off your spooky shoulders, grab your cup of witch's brew, and get excited. I know that it's hot. I know you're tired of waiting for spooky season to arrive. I know that your magical batteries are draining, but help is on the way, dear. I am here. We are going. The Mandy Spooks Nerdy Society bus is now departing to Halloween Hype Festival. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome back to Not Another Spooky Podcast, where I'm your ghost hostess, Mandy Spooks, and you, my listeners and community, are the co-hosts. On this show, we fangool over spooky pop culture and learn from it, too. Whether you love Halloween, horror, true crime, ghosts, or basically anything spooky, you have found your spooky oasis. Now listen, I have heard you all loud and clear, and it sounds like what you all are craving is some good old Halloween magic and fangooling, so that's what we're going to do today. In today's episode, we're grave digging into spooky movies to watch to get you hyped for Halloween season, and these will be movies that you can start watching like right after this episode. So before we get into all the fangooling, let's get into some news and updates. Haunted Housekeeping. All right, I'm going to try to keep this short and simple and to the point. Uh, But first things first, I really wanted to give a major thank you to all of you for showing so much love to the first episode or the return of Not Another Spooky Podcast. I really, really loved seeing all of the engagement and the interaction that came from moving the show over to um, YouTube. So thank you so much to all of you that watched and commented. Like, it really made my spooky little heart so happy. And I can't wait to see where this journey continues to go. I did also want to let you know that I am uploading the episodes to Spotify, which goes out to like Apple or anywhere you get your or anywhere you listen to your podcasts on. Uh, But it's really exciting to see that Spotify is actually letting me upload the video version as well. So if you did want to watch the video version or just listen to it on Spotify at some point after enjoying it here on YouTube, please feel free to do that as well. Uh, I also wanted to say that uh, going off of the whole engagement opportunity with YouTube that I enjoyed so much, I didn't expect you guys to chime in the amount that you did or even drop the coffin. So please be sure to show your nerdy goal spirit again and drop a coffin down below if you are listening or watching on YouTube because I'm so excited to continue this journey. And then I also wanted to share that we are actually the closest we have ever been to hitting 5,000 subscribers on YouTube. So if you are watching on YouTube and you are not already a subscriber, please hit the subscribe button and help me get close or actually help me hit 5,000 subscribers like this is such a huge milestone that I've been waiting for on YouTube for a long time and I can't believe we're so close like we are less than 100 subscribers away so it's gonna happen soon I hope before spooky season and I can't wait for that to happen I don't even know how I'm gonna celebrate because I've been waiting for this for so long so leave me some ideas in the comments down below as well if you have any thoughts on how I should celebrate that milestone. All right, that was quick and painless, right? So now my favorite part of the podcast is here because we get to share a cup of brew and talk about how we're keeping the spook alive. All right, so... I am actually really ecstatic because word on the street is that morale is low for a few of you. 
and I'm bringing out all my stops for this episode to try to bring the magic back right and I know how much all of you love your hunting and your hauls so this also has like a quick tiny little sneak peek at a haul in it for you ghouls I just got this mug today at Spirit and it is an Adams Family mug um the camera is on manual focus right now so I don't know if I can like get more close up but it is a freaking little tv screen or like an old school retro television with the Adams Family on it and then on the back it says most unusual most unusual uh so I do want to be very transparent that this mug is definitely for the insta moment very difficult to drink out of like you guys know I'm very or picky about my mugs because of like the lip and how you drink from them I'm not a fan of the way it's designed so I did cut a straw to make it fit with this uh so yeah full disclosure this is definitely like an aesthetic mug more than it is for drinking out of uh but I also wanted to really just bring all the spooky season vibes to you guys but this is the closest I have ever got in to the pumpkin spice release at Starbucks without actually caving and making my own pumpkin drink somewhere else. So I decided to wait on it. I'm so close. We're like literally less than a week away from it. Um, so I decided to make my harvest, I think it's called harvest something tea from Trader Joe's. Uh, if you have not tried it, this is your sign to immediately add to cart when you stop by Trader Joe's this fall. It's like their harvest blend or something it is so good and as you can hear the ice oh my god so good it's a little too hot outside still so i decided to make it an iced tea but it still has all the fall vibes i can taste the apple the cinnamon it's bringing me so much joy oh my god it is so good Okay, that was one last drink. I'll stop fidgeting with my drink, my cup now. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to share that. Moving forward, I did just want to get something off my chest, nothing major, but a few of you have tried talking to me about the not so positive things going on in our community right now. And I just wanna say that if you don't see me talking about it or sharing details, it's because I just don't want to engage with the negativity. I have been very transparent about the rough journey of being a Halloween content creator and I feel like I have finally found my peace. And the one thing I've learned is that my mission is to provide you ghouls with the magic and escapism you need to get through your toughest and happiest days. I want to be there through the good, the bad, and the ugly, and somehow always come out making you feel more magical than you started out when you, like, come to the spooky oasis, you know? Um, so you ghouls don't need to see the negativity. Um, I'm not going to lie. There are tough days, and I've learned that... I'm creating the best, I feel the best when I'm putting out positive, spooky, magical vibes and maybe there are days when I don't feel so great but those aren't the days that I want to focus on or dwell on. I want to practice some self-scare when that happens, get through it and come back to this magical, spooky oasis that we've created because this truly is my happy space. So it sounds like what you all need most from me right now is the happiness and positivity that I love to bring to you ghouls. So with that being said, dust off your spooky shoulders, grab your cup of witch's brew, and get excited. I know that it's hot. I know you're tired of waiting for spooky season to arrive. I know that your magical batteries are draining, but help is on the way, dear. I am here. We are going. The Mandy Spooks Nerdy Society bus is now departing to 
Halloween Hype Festival. Are you ready? Let's go. <laughs> all right. So you all know that this little section of our episode or segment, Keeping the Spook Alive, is all about sharing how we're keeping the spook alive. So I'm going to be reading some of our Nerdy Ghoul submissions about how you all are keeping the spook alive, and then I'll share a little bit more about mine afterwards. If you're new around here, don't worry. We are for sure going to be getting into the movies to watch, like I promised. This is just some fun we have because we're a community. We're fangooling together, you know? All right, so first up, we have Femme Fatale, darling. She said she is attending spooky markets and events and hoping to start self-care, her self-care journey soon, too, end quote. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that. You know, it's really tough when you live in an area that doesn't have all of these, like, spooky events and markets the way, like, California does specifically because they are notorious for having so many events. But I have found that, you know, trying to make the most of anything in your area is really helpful. I'm really fortunate that there are quite a few spooky events in the Colorado area. But even if there weren't, what I like to do is treat my, like, hunting days as, like, Halloween events and I'll like put on my spooky outfit and I'll go out I'll make my coffee or stop and get a coffee and just like create those vibes on my own so if that's what you're needing please be sure to do that as far as the self-scare journey goes I'm so excited to hear more about it I'm so happy that you all are starting to catch on to this self-scare that I keep preaching about because it's so important especially as we get into the like very crazy parts of spooky season because we just get this like anxiety to get it all done you know All right, moving on, we have Life on a Caravan. She said, listening to my spooky playlist and the first Pan de Muerto of the season, end quote. Oh my God, that sounds delicious. And a spooky playlist can never go wrong. Like it will always help you lift your moods immediately. (laughs) All right, Yana Loves Michi said, creating pastel spooky ideas for my daughter's tent, end quote. That sounds so fun. Can I come over too? <laughs> uh, if you all don't know, Michaels has this pastel Halloween line this year, and it is an absolute Mandy Spooks vibe. I wish I could purchase like the entire line, but I also don't need more decor. So that's where I'm at. Please indulge in the spooky pastel line from Michaels for me if you can. All right. Hauntingly Cute Mom said, Halloween shopping and crafting, end quote. Yes, our ghoul Hello Sparkles also said she's been crafting. Uh, I love seeing what you all create because I am not a crafty person. I wish I was. I wish I had the skill set. But those of you who do, I love seeing how creative you are and what you do because you all know that I'm not, I'm, it's not that I'm not a fan. I've been trying very hard to budget more this season and you're going to see why very soon. However, the thing about budgeting is that I wish I could create things that would be much more affordable than to purchase the way it's made, but I don't have the skill set. So those of you who do, kudos to you. (laughs) All right. uh, Halloween is my happy place said mini Halloween hunting outings, reading for Hauntathon and watching related films and starting to think about ideas for October. Best month of the best season ever, end quote. All right. I love this. Yes, I have also been doing mini hunting outings, which you will hear more about. And I'm so glad that Poppy brought up, brought up the Hauntathon. So if you're not already aware, I actually have Spookworm Club as well. We're doing all the things on this channel because this ghoul just has like so many passions, you know? So on that note, actually, I just want to say thank you because you ghouls are here for all of it, whether it's the podcast or Spookworm Club or hunting. Like, I'm a very multifaceted ghoul and I feel so fortunate and blessed that you ghouls love all of it. And that's why we're nerdy ghouls, right? I'm starting to sidetrack, but I just wanted to say that because I'm so 
lately I just feel so grateful for having the opportunity to run with what I do and have all these like seasons of creativity and you guys are just always here and I'm so grateful for it. Uh, but going back to what Poppy said, Hauntathon. Um, so if you're new around here, um, Spookworm Club is a like monthly readathon I host through the channel, Discord, throughout all of my platforms. And what it is is I announce a theme this year it or this month it is Hauntathon. And it is a readathon you do, or readathon. Yes, you do not have to read along with me to any specific book or or, or like any specific things. It's just as long as it falls into the theme, which is Hauntathon this month, then you get to enjoy it. And through Instagram stories, if you use my templates, they're on my highlights. You can submit your own reviews and talk about what you're reading. And the nerdy ghouls have taken it a whole step further and started watching movies with the theme and doing activities. It's a really fun time. So if that's your jam, please be sure to like follow along with Spookworm Club as well because I think you'd really enjoy it. I love seeing that Poppy is in her element with this theme. It's been so cool seeing how different people participate differently with each theme. Anyway, I'm starting to sidetrack, but what I was trying to get at is it's been really awesome seeing Poppy like totally in her element with Hauntathon because that's how I was with our Vampathon and I'm pretty sure that's how I'm gonna be with our Hexathon coming up for September with all of witchy vibes. Uh, so yeah, be sure to participate in Spookworm Club as well if you are into reading and themes the way we are. I would say that checking out our Discord server is one of the best places to start to get engaged because because a lot of um, our spookworms uh, talk a lot about their reading journeys on the Discord server as well. All right, uh, Courtney's Cats and Cauldrons submitted a question, and I wanted to say welcome, Courtney. We have a new co-host on our show. I haven't seen your name pop up before. Um, so Courtney said, going to get a PSL and strolling through the Halloween aisles, end quote. I mean, does a better, more perfect, relaxing self-care day exist? I don't think it does. So good for you, ghoul. <laughs> okay, and then Hiking with Grace said, I brought out my Halloween decor and started painting my spooky Disney backpack, end quote. Oh, okay, can I just say, I feel like I missed a memo. So today is Saturday, August, 20, August 19th. Sorry, I can't see, I'm blind. Blind as a bat here, so on brand. <laughs> All right, so what I was gonna say is I feel like I totally missed some like community-wide memo because all day on Instagram, I saw people posting about how you guys are decorating and I'm like, nobody gave me the memo that August 19th is the day that we all decorate and post about it. It's just so interesting. Like seriously, did I miss something or did it just happen that everyone was craving Halloween decorations today? It, it was interesting. So going off of that, Laylik also said, I had the conjuring playing in the background while I finally decorated for Halloween, LOL, end quote. I love this. While the entire world is bashing the Halloween community about decorating too soon, we have part of our community saying, finally decorated for Halloween mid-August. Yes, snaps so that I don't like break your ears off. But yeah, that is so exciting. I am actually, never mind, I'm gonna wait. I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's continue. Uh, Nerd Squish Nola said, uh, reading horror books with Halloween ambiance videos on YouTube in the background, end quote. Yes, cool. If you haven't already seen my videos, I love ambiance videos on YouTube. They are a total vibe. Uh, okay, and then 
Essie Zun said, listening to your first podcast back, so excited. I have also been planning everything for my first Halloween party ever this year. Costumes, decor, spooky food. I even made the invitations by hand. It's got me in the witchiest, spookiest mood, end quote. Aw, Sabrina, first of all, thank you so much for listening. I'm so happy that you are back and excited about the podcast. And I also want to say congrats on having your first Halloween party. I am so excited for you. I know that you're going to do spectacular and I can't wait to see videos and pictures of everything you do at your party. I'm sure that it's going to be amazing and magical. So excited for you, honestly. Okay, and then Brie Garza, 1989, another new co-host, welcome, said reading Neil Gaiman. Okay, I meant to look this up before the episode and I completely forgot. So if anyone knows what Neil or who Neil Gaiman is and the kind of books, drop a comment below, please. (laughs) Okay, and as for me, I have honestly been falling in love again with Spooky Season, if I do say so. Um, Being a Halloween content creator really made me run through the motions of spooky season the last few years that really led to burnout and it was just this like hustle and post mentality to just honestly get the views like I will be honest with you ghouls it is a numbers game being the first to post about a store leads to higher views like it's a hustle that's the reality of it there's no magic behind the scenes and I lost a lot of my magic for Halloween And this year, I have really fallen back in love with Halloween. Like, I don't want to get emotional about it, but I have stopped creating for the algorithm, which is really hard sometimes, but also so fulfilling. And you guys can see it in the work, which is why I have all these avenues now, because I'm sorry for hitting the mic. Um, I have all these avenues now, like Spookworm Club, the podcast, just like regular YouTube stuff, because... I stopped creating for myself and started creating for an algorithm, right? And so I lost the magic of like Halloween hunting and experiencing things. And I've been giving myself that space to do it this year. We're barely mid-August and I feel so lucky and just happy for the first time as a content creator. Like I've always been happy about performance and how things do, but I've never felt like so happy in the process of creating, if that makes sense. Like, it's always about the finished piece. And now I get to enjoy every part of the production process, which has been absolutely magical and amazing. I feel bad that you guys don't get to see a lot of the things I'm experiencing now, but I also need to do that for my own piece, you know? So today I actually got to go to Spirit with Mr. Spooks And we had like the best time ever, like just being in the moment and going to Spirit. It felt like a date. We had gone to brunch and after brunch, he was like, do you want to go to Spirit? And I was like, I thought you'd never ask. Um, And it was just such a beautiful, magical moment. And when I got there, I was even thinking like, I wish I had brought my camera. I wish I was like done up for pictures. But like that wasn't the point of it. We were just there to have fun. And we didn't take any pictures except like at the end for like a story I posted that we got our costumes. But that's the kind of stuff I mean is like I stopped doing things for the pure joy of them over the last few years. And this year has been all about like not forcing moments on camera if it's just not what I'm feeling in the moment. And I feel like this is giving me space to to be self-sustainable, to be happy, and to also create better content for you ghouls because it's not 
I think it shows when the passion and happiness is there versus when you're like rushing things. So I hope that you have also felt the difference in that. And I'm sorry to have made that long winded, but I just really wanted to have a space to talk about that with you ghouls because if anything, you have taught me that you love hearing me talk. I don't know why, but somehow you guys love the podcast and I feel the podcast has always been what it is because I'm honest with you ghouls and that's where I've been and this is also your sign to practice self-scare as well don't do what all the creators are are doing just because it feels like oh that's what everyone's doing and I and I get FOMO from missing out like no create your own spooky season path enjoy what you can don't feel the pressure of spending on things that might be outside of your budget or going to things that might not even be fulfilling. Like if you don't like being scared, then don't feel the pressure to go to haunted houses, you know, like all of that. We're going to talk a lot more about that as we get closer to spooky season. I'm going to try to get back on track right now, but I just really wanted to say thank you for giving me peace, giving me the space to have self-scare and create on my terms and always be there to fangle, always being here to fangle with me when I'm ready to fangle again. So I'm going to get off that wagon. I'm not going to bring it up anymore, but I just wanted to say it at least once. All right. Um, so let's get back on track. Okay. So that kind of wraps up keeping the spook alive. We're going to move into movies to watch to get hyped for spooky season. But I do want to emphasize that these are like not the most perfect movies, but they're definitely movies to get you out of your like spooky movie funk. You know, I feel like we all have our go-tos. We know Halloween Town, Hocus Pocus, Practical Magic, Casper. You guys know I love those movies. I've covered them on the podcast. But I was thinking, you know, as everyone is feeling this, I don't know how to explain it. I just feel like there is this bittersweet feeling among the community right now where a lot of you are feeling defeated about things that are happening or just like unable to wait any longer for spooky season to arrive and I feel like sometimes the classics that we watch constantly all year round don't have the same effect that they used to right and it's really hard because as we watch new movies that come out there's always something wrong with them or they disappoint because they just don't hit home the way these classics did right but like I said, you guys have given me the space to keep the spook alive and self-scare lately. And I've had the opportunity to actually like watch some movies that were just for fun. You know, afterwards I'd be like, oh my God, I should run and do a full podcast on this. And then it just takes the joy out of it, right? But now it's been a few days, a few weeks since I've seen some of these and I still feel so excited to talk about them. So that that's a really great sign to me that you guys would want to enjoy them. So I'm just going to give you a disclaimer that these are not perfect movies, right? They're not five freaking bat movies, but I would say on a level of getting you hyped for spooky season and getting you out of your funk, I think they're all fives or I wouldn't be mentioning them. So let's get in to our very first one. I did give you guys a teaser on Instagram about this and all of you wanted to know what movie it was. And I was like, you got to save it for the show, guys. Like, let me let me hype you up, <laughs> you know? All right, so I think this year, the movie that would totally get you so hyped for spooky season is Cobweb. This is your sign that if you have not watched Cobweb yet, you need to watch it because I feel like we will definitely be doing a full, thorough episode on it very soon. So 
keep an eye out because those questions will probably be coming in the next couple of weeks. So Cobweb was a super quick release in theaters, like probably just a couple to three weeks. And it's now only available for rent for $7 as of August 19th, like I said. Um, I do think the $7 was worth it. I almost kind of feel like I should have just purchased the movie outright because I really enjoyed it. And unfortunately, I don't think it'll be hitting streaming until like October or, no or November, which is a bummer because I actually really wanted to have a watch party for that movie, but I just thought that the price value was too high for a watch party. Um, but if it's within your budget, I highly recommend it. Um, it is set during Halloween season and it's got like just the right amount of scare for ghouls like me who love spooky movies but don't have to or but don't like to have nightmares, if that makes sense. So the summary, according to IMDb, says an eight year old boy tries to investigate the mysterious knocking sounds that are coming from inside the walls of his house, unveiling a dark secret that his sinister parents have kept hidden from him end quote. Okay, I feel like that kind of does justice to what the movie's about. And it is starring Lizzie Kaplan, aka Janice, Ian, the most mean girl of mean girls. Just kidding. Uh, I can't believe how good Lizzie Kaplan looks, to be honest. And the dad, so Lizzie Kaplan is the mom and the dad is an I don't know if this is a typo or if it's really Antony or Anthony, but it's Antony Starr who plays Homelander in The Boys on Amazon Prime. If you guys are not watching The Boys, that's also like a very dark take on superheroes that might interest you. Um, but I thought that the casting of the parents was so good. I've, I don't usually watch a movie and think like, wow, the casting in this film was so good because you guys know... We had like mixed feelings about the casting in Haunted Mansion, right? But I thought the, the casting in this film specifically was great. No complaints. Um, so like I said, none of these movies are perfect, but this was probably the most fun recent Halloween movie I have watched in a very long time. I was actually really nervous at some points, like anxiety is high. I was so glad we kind of had the lights on and not completely off. And I kept thinking like, oh my God, if we were in a theater right now, I'd be dying of like fear because I was so nervous of what was going to come out. But um, it was just a really fun watch. It had the perfect pace and buildup. Um, you think it's predictable, but it has a really cool twist. And I can confirm this, like the few people less than a handful that I've talked to all agreed that they thought at the beginning that it was going to be really predictable. Even Mr. Spooks was like checked out because he was like, this is like this other movie. And I was like, we don't even know that. We got to finish it and give it a chance. And it surprised everyone that I have talked to. Um, I am going to say the ending was like slightly disappointing, but not enough to make up for the ex or not enough to ruin the experience of the movie. So to wrap this thought up, my rating of this film would be 3.8 bats. I don't think it's four bats because of the end, like one, maybe two particular parts about the ending. However, it had like so many Halloween vibes. I love the pacing. I was actually scared, but I didn't have like I couldn't I didn't stay up at night because of it either. So it was just perfect for me all around. It was just what my spooky soul needed. And I really hope that it gets you guys hyped for Halloween season the way it did for me. Like it just was like chef's kisses of what I needed in this very moment to get ready for spooky season. And I realized as I'm talking about these movies that I think we need to introduce a new rating system outside of its freaking bats, which is the spook factor. And this is why I think this, because I feel like 
excuse me, within the community, there are girls who are ghouls, not just girls, ghouls, who love spooky cute. There are some who love extreme horror. There are some who like, like it's somewhere in between like me. And I feel like not all of us have that same spook interest, right? So I think adding the spook factor rating might help us moving forward so that you know more or less where you land within a movie and if it's going to be too scary for you or just like too cute for you, if that makes sense. So here's my new rating system. No rhyme or reason, just like the bats never make sense sometimes, but this is how I think of it. So spook factor is going to be with ghosts, right? Because ghosts are spooky. Hello. <laughs> okay. So one ghost would be like Halloween town, Hocus Pocus, Casper. There's nothing really scary or spooky about it other than just like the Halloween vibes. Three ghosts would be anything having heavier topics like possession or ghosts or demons. Think like Ghostbusters, the new Haunted Mansion, those kind of things. Because to me, a three is like, it's not scary, but it could scare younger kids who might not understand that all of this is fake, right? Then Four Ghosts is like Haunting of Hill House. For me personally, I feel like Hill House left me feeling very spooked when I'd watch it. There were jump scares in it, um, but it wasn't like the most ultimate scary thing I've ever watched in my life. I know I skipped Two Ghosts. I don't really know where Two Ghosts fall. I guess somewhere between Halloween Town and Ghostbusters and stuff. So maybe one day we'll get a two. I don't know. But Hill House, back to Hill House, Four Ghosts. So that's where I'm at with like Hill House for me is scary, but it's not the scariest. I could bear watching the scariness of it again. Five Ghosts are the movies that were total nightmare fuel for me that I don't know if I will watch again because of how scared I was. And for that, for me, it was like The Ring, Paranormal Activity. I imagine that like The Conjuring series would be a level five, but I'm not positive. But based on what you just heard from me, do you think it would be a five? Let me know in the comments down below. Or would it be a four? I don't know. Um, so for this movie, Cobweb, I would rate this about a 3.5 because it was not as scary as Hill House to where it had like extreme jump scares or it just left me like really spooked after watching it. But it also wasn't as like kid-friendly as Ghostbusters and Haunted Mansion, right? Like, it was a little scarier. So for me, this was definitely a 3.5. And I think I can now confirm that, like, my happy space of spook factor is a 3.5. This movie made me really scared throughout it, but it wasn't the kind of scare that left me unable to sleep at night. So Based on all of everything I just said, let me know in the comments down below what your preferred spook factor or spook level level is at because I'd love to see like where the community as community is at right now and like which spook factor I should lean towards, if that makes sense with my movie choices moving forward. All right, I know that was very long-winded, but I felt like it was something that needed to be explained thoroughly. So Moving on to a spooky cute movie for you ghouls. This one is on Netflix when I saw it a couple of months ago, so I hope it's still available. But it's a little older, and it's called Night Books. We randomly watched it one night. I totally loved it so much, and I want to share with you guys a little bit more. So the summary for this movie, according to IMDb, is Alex, a boy obsessed with scary stories, is imprisoned by an evil young witch in her contemporary New York City apartment. Uh, end quote. 
apologies. That was a little awkward there. Um, so this movie is starring Kristen Ritter, who is also the don't trust that be an apartment number. I don't know what number. Um, and she's also, oh my God, Jessica Jones. Is that her name? The Netflix superhero. Um, I have to admit that this movie started off a little bit slow, so definitely give it a chance if you're not feeling it at first. But once it takes off, it is so fun and spooky, and I really just loved the ending to this. Like, the ending made the not-so-great parts about the movie worth it, but it was honestly such a fun, unexpected, spooky ride. It's everything Mandy spooks in one movie. It's like Katy Perry meets... Spookworm Club meets Hocus Pocus, and it was just a super fun watch. So I would give this four bats. Uh, like I said, I thought that the ending was a little... No, not the ending. I thought the beginning was a little, like, rough to navigate at first. Um, and it's not the best movie ever, but it's definitely, like, a solid four bats for me. And as far as spook factor goes, I think I'd give it two ghosts. Uh, some of the scenes were a little spooky for smaller kids, in my opinion, especially towards the end. But it was just really fun. Alright, I'm sorry. I had to like abruptly stop recording. Your ghoul is feeling congested or something. I don't know what it is. But I think that was just like a sign for myself to calm down a little bit. Because I was getting really excited. Um, so to wrap things up, uh, Nightbooks is a really solid watch. Uh, super cute. I'm actually really excited to see it again and I might potentially eventually want to do a full episode on it. Okay, so you guys are either gonna love me or hate me for this next one, but I recently rewatched this film and I loved it so much and don't judge me, but if you haven't seen it, you should totally watch The Bride of Chucky. <laughs> So you all know I was on this Jennifer Tilly kick uh, because of Haunted Mansion and this movie is actually why I was like having a Tilly fan ghoul moment for a while. So the movie is just full of so many like fun ghoul power moments and just good almost raunchy fun in my opinion. It's not scary so it's like a fun light horror watch. It's sexy, it's witchy, it's corny like what's not to love about this guilty pleasure movie. So I really do want to do a full episode on this one as well so if you would like that please drop an emoji in the comments down below of a bride or just let me know you'd like to participate in a bride of chucky episode in the upcoming future uh okay so for bride of chucky i would give it four bats for what it is it's not the best movie ever but it holds its own despite how old it is already and how corny you would expect it to be because I went into it thinking like oh this is gonna be so corny but I ended up thinking like oh this is actually really fun and just I don't know like it just wasn't what I expected so it was a pleasant surprise as far as spook factor goes I guess I'd give it like 2.5 ghosts. It's not scary, but it's more mature themes and concepts. So it's not necessarily like kids level spooky, if that makes sense. Okay, so those were my main recommendations on movies you can watch now that are not the most common ones we always rewatch. I also asked Nerdy Ghouls what they're watching to give you guys some variety. And I was so glad that Essie Zoon actually brought this one up. So she said talk to me. It is currently in theaters. She said, you know, I love horror. And this movie was all caps phenomenal. 
Four point bats. It was eerie, scared me a handful of times, and very original. Also had me on the also had one of the best endings I've seen in a horror film in a all caps long time. Def recommend end quote. Okay, this made me so bummed that I haven't had a chance to go watch this movie because I actually have been intrigued by the trailer as well. So the summary, according to IMDb, is when a group of friends discover how to conjure spirits using an embalmed hand, they become hooked on the new thrill until one of them goes too far and unleashes terrifying supernatural forces, end quote. Okay, it does not sound like I can handle the spook level on this movie, but I would definitely be willing to try So I highly recommend going to check it out if you haven't already. Okay, then Femme Fatale Darling said um, she actually brought up a TV show. She said the horror of Dolores Roach. It's Sweeney Todd vibes with a strong Latina lead. I binged it in two days, loved it, and I hope they renew for season two, end quote. I had heard about this and I have not had a chance to watch it yet, but I wanted to share the summary according to IMDb. It says, when Dolores Roach is released after an unjust prison sentence, she reunites with an old friend who lets her work as a masseuse. When the promise of her newfound stability is threatened, Dolores is driven to shocking extremes to survive, end quote. Okay, so I don't feel like the summary of that one does it justice, to be honest. I believe from what I've seen, it gives a lot more true crime vibes. Um, so it's not, I don't know why they're not giving more details in that summary, but it's giving true crime vibes. In my opinion, I really want to see it. It's on my, uh, watch list. So let me know in the comments down below if you've seen it. This also reminded me that there was one other show I wanted to recommend to you goals. And I totally forgot to add it to my list, which was based on a true story. It is a series on Peacock and it is so good. Mr. Spooks and I binged it in probably two days as well. So it is uh, with, um, I think her name's Kaylee or Casey Coco, the girl from Big Bang Theory and Danny from the Mindy Project. I Sorry, I only know them by those names. Um, but it's about this married couple that basically starts... <sighs> I don't know how to like say this without giving it away. It's basically about a podcast about making a podcast about a serial killer, but they're working with a serial killer on the podcast. It does not sound that amazing if you're not into true crime, but it is like it's really good because I'm not like the biggest true crime fan, but I really, really enjoyed this series. It's really fun. It's scandalous. And I think you guys would love it. Like everyone would enjoy that show. All right, moving back to my nerdy ghouls list, uh, Life on a Caravan. I'm so glad that she brought up this movie. She said, Last Voyage of the Demeter, a solid take on Dracula leaning more on a monstrous count rather than a seductive one, end quote. So the summary, according to IMDb, is a crew sailing from Carpathia to England find that they are carrying very dangerous cargo, a.k.a. Dracula. <laughs> okay so i actually did go see this movie we went opening night i was actually super hyped to do a podcast about it and like get you guys excited for it i enjoyed the movie but the more that i sat down to think about my notes for the podcast i realized that i didn't love it as much as i initially thought so i do want to refer you ghouls over to nerd squish's channel because she was so hyped about this movie i think that she would provide great insight if you're really into this movie if you've seen it um 
personally, the movie was just too slow for my opinion. But I did think that it was a very unique take on Dracula because your ghoul loves her sparkly, seductive, dark brooding vampires. So this was very different for me. I enjoyed it. I really felt like this movie had a lot of mo- of moments that were just like, dang, they really went there. However, after th- thinking about it for a while after watching it, I did not feel that how s- the pacing of how slow the film was up front made up for the bit of action we had towards the end, if that makes sense. So if you're a ghoul who loves slow burns and monsters, this is definitely for you. If you are not a fan of slow burns like me, I would not recommend it, at least not until it's streaming for free, if that makes sense. And that's just my personal take. That's why I recommend going to Nerd Squish's channel, because I think she was much more excited about the film than I was. So everyone's different, and that is okay, because we are all here to fangirl together and love each other. All right, so Regards on 1989 said, The Invitation on Netflix, it was goofy but fun, end quote. Okay, so The Invitation actually came out last year. Uh, Let me read you the summary really quick. It says, a young woman is courted and swept off her feet only to realize a gothic conspiracy is afoot, end quote. So this is also a Dracula type movie. It was a little bit different from your typical Dracula movie. However, I really enjoyed the movie, but I kind of felt like it was really similar to Ready or Not, And I really loved Ready or Not. So do with that what you will. But it is, I really enjoyed it. I would watch it again, especially if it's on Netflix. It's free. I think it brings you all of the like vampire vibes you could possibly need right now. And it's, it's a solid watch. I enjoyed it. So check it out if you haven't already. All right. So that is our list of spooky movies to watch to get hyped for spooky season right now. I really wanted to share our list of new movies to watch this coming season, but I didn't want the episode to get too long. So you can keep an eye out for that very soon. I promise it's coming. And I know that you guys really love this whole emoji comment concept. So if you made it all the way to the end, drop a bat emoji in the comments so I know what a diehard nerdy goal you are for watching the entire episode. Thank you. So I also wanted to say that I am hoping to plan our first watch party very soon. As a reminder, all Nerdy Goal Society members will be able to join our watch parties for as low as $3 a month. So be sure to check out the memberships link in the description below so you don't miss out on any of our community uh, events that are coming up. And I hope that this episode brought back some of the Halloween magic you've been missing and inspires you to watch something new as we prepare for the arrival of the most magical time of the year. So let me know in the comments which movie you'll be watching from today's list and if you have another movie you want to recommend that we don't typically watch every year. Until next time, sending you ghouls and kisses. Bye!